You know, you mentioned Palestine earlier, and, and we had one of our um, listeners and viewers um, had a question about that, and mm. I think I might as well just just ask it. Um, sure. He stated that um, this is from Ariel Spivakovsky. I think he lives in New York City, and he was talking about Israel and. He stated, Israel is the only country in the Middle East with a true democracy, equal rights for women, gays, Arabs, and Muslims. Then he goes on to say, Hezbollah and Iran are today supporting Bashar Assad while he massacres his own people. And when I say supporting, I mean they are participating in the fighting. Are they still freedom fighters? Well, there are a number of faults with the thesis, which I need to start with. Uh, Israel is a democracy for Jews. Uh, but it's not a democracy for the millions of non-Jews, Muslims, and Christians who live under their military occupation. Uh, it's not a democracy if you're an Arab Israeli, because if you belong to or support or want to vote for a political party which challenges the essence of the state, you're not allowed to. And the political leaders from the so-called Israeli Arab community uh, are scattered around the globe now in exile, one of them here in London, um, as a testament to that. Thirdly, there's nothing very democratic about being the biggest international lawbreaker in the world. Indeed, Israel is in defiance of more United Nations Security Council resolutions than all the other countries in the entire world put together. Is this mostly nuclear arm related? Nuclear weapons, uh, occupying other people's countries, refusing to leave them, uh, building illegal settlements on occupied territory, transferring population in occupied territory. There are, I've lost count now, but it's in three figures. So it's hundreds of international laws that Israel has been convicted of breaking. And many, many others where the conviction was prevented by the veto of the United States in the Security Council. So if it were not for that veto, that, those hundreds would be thousands. So there's nothing very democratic about that. That's not to say there is no democracy in Israel. There is. I myself have enjoyed it. I have many friends in Israel, amongst whom I move freely and have demonstrated alongside and spoken at public meetings there with, and they have their very valiant and gallant people, but they're few in number. And you can travel to Israel? I haven't tried to do so for a long time, but there was a time when I did a lot. Okay. Um, and uh, I used to stand with the women in black and stand with the people opposing the invasion and occupation of Lebanon on pickets and so on, and they had freedom to uh, do so. Uh, so I'm not uh, denying that there is more freedom for Jews in Israel than for Muslims in most of the surrounding Arab countries. Of course, now that the Arab revolution is bringing democracy, albeit in a halting way, uh, to the Middle East, that boast that your viewer sent in is no longer true. No thanks to Israel, uh, because, of course, Israel supported the dictatorships of Jordan, of Egypt, mm. uh, until the last moment. That's why the Israeli embassy was the first to be sacked after the victory of the Egyptian revolution because the Israeli security services in Egypt were very close to and advising on an hourly basis the dictatorship of Hosni Mubarak 
Because they wanted stability in the region, and that's yeah, what that guaranteed them. Uh, they thought so. Okay, but again, it's uh, it's uh, it's a mistaken idea that by supporting dictatorship you will have stability. You will for a time, but when the dictator falls, the instability that will follow will be much greater than would have been the case if you'd left the people to decide their own future. Um, is that what is that what's happening place. in Syria right now? Yes, the Syrian dictatorship like all the other Arab dictatorships, has to go. The era of dictatorship in the Arab world is coming to an end and must come to an end. And everyone should wish it to come to an end. Israel does not wish dictatorship to come to an end, except in Syria. Because the Syri- I for thought, sure. I thought they were happy with the, the Assad regime in power because it kept it relatively stable and they fear the next thing that might happen they upon ought. a revolution because it could be more dangerous for them. They ought to. Okay. They ought to, but they don't. Are they actively promoting that revolution? For sure. They are. The uh, weapons that are crossing uh, the borders of Syria are coming from a, uh, coming through a nexus in which the United States and Israel are vitally involved with their key allies, Saudi Arabia and Qatar. These Famous friends of liberty, uh, the unfreest countries in the world. I'm guessing uh, you don't travel in Saudi Arabia much. I have. Uh, I currently am not allowed to travel to Qatar. Okay. Um, but I, I've met the king of Saudi Arabia twice. Um, but uh, we ought to know, I think all your viewers know, that Saudi Arabia is the unfreest country in the world. Yet it's America's and Britain's best friend in the Arab world. So I never listen to people who say they're against dictatorship. They're uh, against dictators uh, who don't follow their orders, uh, who don't act in their interests. That's the dictators that they're against. So I'm in favor of the Arab Revolution, was in favor of it long before its current friends were in favor of it, some places but not others. Uh, And I believe it will triumph and democracy will prevail in the Arab countries, and that will be the beginning of the end for Israel as a state as we know it. Uh, Not for the people who live there. Wishing the end of a state is not the same thing as wishing the end of a people. Everyone in your country, apart from a few thousand diehard communists, wished to see the end of the Soviet Union. It did not mean they wished to see the end of the Russian people. They wished to see the end of a political system which had formed itself into a state. And that's what I want to see in relation to Israel.